All right, Ambush, and today we are joined by an alt-pop artist, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, and producer who has recently released two killer singles, one of her own and one a cover of one of possibly my favorite bands of all time, the incredible Blondie. And of course, we are here to discuss both of these tracks with the amazing Juliana I. How's it going today, Juliana? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. It is an absolute pleasure and honor. I am very excited to be diving behind some music with you here today. And of course, I mentioned there a cover of Blondie. It's a part of a much larger project, Cover-Rama. So of course, I have to kick things off right there. How did you become involved with this project? Well, as I'm sure you know, uh, Graham Stairs is the person that has put on this project, uh, Coverama. And he's asked a bunch of local artists and musicians to take part in it, uh, which is basically a project of a collection of cover songs of, I think, songs that he, like, partially curated as long, like, as well as the artists. So, uh, yeah, I've just known Graham for a long time. And he asked me if I would do a cover for this series and i was like hell yeah let's go <laughs> hell yeah i mean all it takes is the invitation right thank you for opening the door yeah <laughs> fantastic and of course you mentioned uh some of this was curated by graham some of it the artist got a select so how did this work out for you how did you land on blondie so i i mean i've been like a big blondie fan for a while and when Graham first asked me to do a song for this project, I was first thinking about maybe doing Bowie. Like I was thinking maybe Ashes to Ashes, which is like one of my favorite songs by him. And then, and then I started doing it and it like wasn't feeling right. And uh, Graham and I had always kind of bonded over Blondie anyway. And I was like, you know what, like, why don't I do a Blondie cover? What about Dreaming? And he was like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I was like, sick, let's go. <laughs> so right away, Dreaming was the pick. Hey, you knew that that was yeah. uh, the song? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. It was great. <laughs> awesome. So, of course, with the track, um, with the cover, you kind of you want to pay homage to the artist who originally did it, but you kind of want to make it your own in your own way. So how exactly did you go about doing that? Well, again, it was like through conversation with Graham where we were talking about it and I, my sweet spot is I like to, you know, slow things down and do like very like lush renditions of things. Like that's just kind of my go-to vibe most of the time. And so, yeah, we, I just did, I did a demo of just like vocal and guitar and I sent it to him and he was like, yeah, this is, this is perfect. And I was like, okay, let me do it a little bit. little bit more but this is good so add a little more polish to it but yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) add some of that uh background but definitely i like uh what you did with it definitely i mean for a lack of a better word made it very dreamy in itself yes it's uh i love how it flows into it builds up a little bit in the middle yeah very well done yeah i tried to keep some of the like tried to keep some like new wave kind of synth sounds too and i I used um, the, I, now I can't remember off the top of my head, but there was a drum machine that Blondie used 
kind of famously like on heart of glass. And I was trying to, I was like researching and I was like, what's this instrument? I want to kind of pay homage that way too, like sonically. So heart of glass is probably uh, my favorite Blondie song myself. So uh, <laughs> definitely that drum machine. It's, yeah. oof. it's a classic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Blondie themselves, just classic all around. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> And of yeah. course, with Coverama, it's not just this upcoming CD, this collection of nine different artists covering amazing tracks. It also happens to be an upcoming show on uh, May 21st at the Drake Underground in Toronto that you're a part of. Six different artists, of course, one of those, Juliana I. So I need to know, hey, what can uh, <laughs> music fans in Toronto expect from this upcoming set? And B... How excited are you to uh, hit the stage after what I can assume may have been a little while here? It's yeah, it's been a while. I haven't personally like done a performance like as an artist in a couple years, like since the pandemic. So I'm a little bit nervous, but I'm also like hella excited. And yeah, I just you can just ex- you can expect to hear the cover and you can expect to hear a couple singles. <laughs> Lots of high energy and yeah, yeah, I'm pumped. Perfect. (laughs) Awesome. Excited, a little bit nervous. And of course, uh, for some of us, when uh, some of us have a uh, pregame warm up before things to maybe handle some of those nerves. So does Juliana I have a uh, pre-show ritual before she takes the stage? Um. Kind of. I just, I do my vocal warmups and I usually make myself this, uh, like a calming tea. Cause I do actually get really nervous. So I try and Zen out a little bit, make sure my voice is in check and, and then hit the stage stage and hope for the best. So that's it. Nothing cool. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing cool. Just the performance. Nothing cool. Right? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The cool part comes once you hit the stage. Yeah, exactly. That's when that's when the nerves go, and then you're rocking it, right now. Exactly. Yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm hoping that this show uh, kills it for you. I hope that the crowd is out there rocking. I'm sure many people are uh, in at the uh, anticipation to get out and out sh- at shows and otherwise. I mean, not just the musicians, but the fans too, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, of course. And of course, there you mentioned there's going to be a couple other singles being played at this show as well. And you recently uh, released a new single on April 29th entitled Wasted Youth. So, of course, I need to know. I need to dive into it. What exactly (laughs) does this song mean to you? What were you trying to capture in it? So. This is kind of the first song off of a project that I'm going to be releasing over the course of the year and it I don't want to give away the like the title of the project but I when I was writing it it was a lot of going back to like my teenage years and like early adolescence and um thinking about a lot of like the growing pains of life and you know experiences and yeah I just I wrote this song with my co-writer Tal Weisman who also produced the song And uh, yeah, we just wanted like a really like nostalgic, high energy kickoff to this project. (laughs) Okay, getting it started with a little bit of hype, hey? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah awesome. I, I know you mentioned Tao produced it, but I noticed that your name happens to uh, be one of the uh, co-producers on this track. So is producing something you're trying to work your way into? It's something that I've like been interested in, and I definitely have like a lot of opinions when it comes to you know, working on music. So, you know, it just, yeah, I think so. I think so. I really like writing. So I think that's definitely more of my focus, but production is really fun too. Mm -hmm. You never know, right? One day you yeah. just might have to end up in that spot where somebody needs to produce this. Uh, I know yeah. how. <laughs> <laughs> I can try. <laughs> I can try. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it, you guys definitely, uh, I'd say, came together with an amazing song. I'd say it brings the hype, uh, gets things started off well. You mentioned that you don't want to give away too much about the uh, upcoming project here. But of course, I have to ask, what does the uh, future here in 2022 hold for Juliana I? You know, you can expect a lot more singles and like a lot more music and visuals and all the fun stuff. <laughs> Hopefully more shows too. So yeah. Mm -hmm, definitely. Hopefully more shows for sure, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get some uh, headliners, get some working your way out there, maybe a tour. Who knows what the future might potentially hold? Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see where I it need goes. that right now. <laughs> Absolutely. Get out of the house after uh, the last couple of years, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, absolutely. So, of course, I mentioned the uh, last couple of years and through those past few years here as artists, a lot of us have had to adapt, have had to uh, learn uh, what the new music industry looks like. And of course, you've been releasing, you started releasing your music in the middle of this storm so of course i would love to know how has that process of releasing yourself as an artist while trying to navigate these waters how has that process helped you to grow as a person or what has it taught you about yourself well i think well it's kind of weird because i i've been doing music for a long time but i've never actually been an artist myself and I know that over the before the pandemic started, it was a decision that I had made to like really take it seriously and start writing and putting music out and, you know, playing shows, work on my nerves and all, all of that stuff. And so I I started working on things in like 2018, 2019. And I didn't actually release a song until 20 last year, 2021, I think. So I actually don't know any different, <laughs> you know, I just, to me, it's like you put the song out, you hope for the best, you market it as best as you can, and uh, you just keep doing it. I think it was just about breaking the seal and just getting used, another thing of getting used to, you know, like just getting used to releasing music. So I think I'm doing that and it's really fun and exciting and yeah, I, I don't really have anything. It, like, I can't really compare it to anything. So that's fair. That's fair. So then I'll ask a, uh, another question then. So as an artist who was helping other artists uh, go out, play their music, helping them build their careers and then making that conscious decision to uh, 
do that and taking the time to build yourself out. What was that uh, anticipation like to finally release your, your own self, a piece of yourself out into the world? It was terrifying. <laughs> I won't, I won't lie to you. Like this is very scary <laughs> to me sometimes, but I think ultimately it, it's right. And it's, you know, sometimes I feel like we get, we have things that we want to do in our lives and we just kind of put it on the back burner because either we're too afraid to do it or, you know, other things like life things happen and you just never get to it. And I just had, you know, a bit of a moment where I was like, no, I want to, I want to go for it now. And yeah, <laughs> if that answers the question, I kind of forgot I went on a tangent. Mm, no, that's per Hey, it's sometimes that moment strikes, right? Where it's, yeah. you've been waiting for a while and then you realize, what have I been waiting for? Yeah. And I mean, like, I really love, like, I play as like a live support musician. Like I play keys for different acts every once in a while. And like, that's super fun too. And I really love doing that. And, you know, I'll continue to do that. I just try and fill my time with it with as much music stuff as possible. <laughs> so. Hey, it's, uh, does, doesn't say that helping other people doesn't mean that you can't build your own career and for sure, maybe even collaborate with those artists one day or otherwise. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. As for we sure. said, opening doors, who knows what yeah. the future might potentially hold. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, I am excited to see what the future holds for one Juliana. I, if the listeners, if the fans want to continue to uh, keep a part, to keep watch of this journey, to interact with you, what is the best way to do that? Um, you can follow me on all those socials <laughs> uh, at Juliana I, like E Y E, Instagram, TikTok, all the things. <laughs> Hey, as they absolutely should go out there, support her, jam her music. As she said, there's more singles coming your way and you do not want to miss out. Juliana, thank you so very much for joining thank us you. here today. Thank you so much. <laughs> I am you can go ahead and check out Juliana I's latest single, Wasted Youth, as well as her amazing cover of Blondie's Dreaming right now on your favorite music streaming service. And of course, you can check out both of these songs live in Toronto, May 21st, 2022. At the Drake Underground, if you live in T.O., go ahead and get yourself a ticket. If you don't live in Toronto, or if you're listening after the 21st of March, you can still find Coverama in its entirety. Ten phenomenal covers by nine amazing artists. You best check it out. I highly recommend it. And I also recommend going ahead and following Juliana I on your favorite social media too, so you can stay up to date with everything going on in her world. Yes! And I have to thank Juliana one last time for joining us here on today's episode of the DTP. I have to thank the incredible Amanda from over at Indoor Recess for setting today's interview up. The audio wizard known as German from YPEditor.com for making it sound so good. And you, the ambush for tuning on in. 
If you've yet to join up with the Yam, it's as easy as subscribing to the show. You can also share this episode, give us a five-star review, and check out our web store at deserttiger.shop to copy yourself something to represent the show. And now we leave you with this. Go out, find your roar, and then let it out into the world. Until next time, Ambush. Bye-bye. The Desert Tiger Podcast.